Hello, this is Jonathan Art from America Dream Sports. Today, back for the second episode in a week. Uh, I hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas Eve and a wonderful Christmas. It's it's crazy to think that, you know, we waited for Christmas for so long and it's such anticipation for Christmas. We thought it was never going to be here and and now it's here and now it's over. That's what happens with anything in life. The anticipation is, is longer than the day itself. So, today we're going to just get into a couple of brief things. Just be a little bit of a shorter episode today. Just a little bit of, just touch on some basketball games and some football games that were played today. The only, the only, there's only one football game today, football game being played today, which is between the Minnesota Vikings and the New Orleans Saints. That has some playoff implications in it, some number one seed uh, stuff going on in there. And then some NBA basketball games. So we'll just briefly go through that. Episode won't be that long today. I'll just be more of like a, you know, this is what's up kind of, a, kind of a thing. So, we'll start with the NFL. Uh, we'll start with the Saints and uh, Vikings game, which was played earlier today. Um, it was a crazy game. You know, Alvin Kamara really, really dominated, uh, and it was just, it was crazy. Final score was fifty-two to thirty-three. The Vikings dropped to six and nine, and the Saints go to eleven and four. I I have never seen a game like that. Kirk Cousins was twenty-seven to forty-one for two hundred ninety-one yards and three touchdowns. Dalvin Cook had fifteen carries, seventy-three yards and a touchdown, dealing with eight catches, and Justin Jefferson with six catches. New Orleans Saints, Drew Brees, 19 of 26, 311 yards and two interceptions. Taysom Hill was 2 for 2 for 8 yards. Alvin Kamara, 22 carries, 155 yards and 6 touchdowns. 6 touchdowns for Alvin Kamara ties him with the all-time NFL record for rushing touchdowns in a single game. And he did it on Christmas Day. It It was a truly special game. He... He had five touchdowns with like what was it like four minutes to go or something like that, and they had a chance to give it to him again. They they didn't, and then they got another opportunity. So then they gave him that opportunity, and he took it, and they got it. So you know, New Orleans outscored Minnesota in every single quarter except the third quarter. They outscored them fourteen seven in the first, ten to seven in the second. Minnesota outscored them thirteen to seven, but then a huge fourth quarter. New Orleans closed it out, outscoring them 21-6 and taking home the 19-point victory. You know, it's just one game being played in the NFL today. Uh, there were multiple there are multiple NBA games being played today. The Nets took on the Celtics in a 123-95 contest. The Nets moved to 2-0 and the Celtics dropped to 1-1. Kevin Durant put up 29 points, 4 rebounds and 3 assists in his second game back. After being gone for like, what was it, like 585 days or something like that. And Joe Harris had 9. DeAndre Jordan had 4. Karis Levert had 10. And Kyrie Irving with 37 points, 8 assists, and 6 rebounds. Over for the Celtics, Jason Tatum had 20 points and 8 rebounds. Tristan Thompson, 8 points, 8 rebounds. Jalen Brown had 27 and 8. And Marcus Martin had 13 and 6. So Tatum goes from being a hero in the first game of the season to putting up 20 and they lose by 3. Like thirty points, so that's why you don't overreact to just one. You don't overreact to just one singular game. You know, you kind of just, just you take it how it is. 
Uh, the Pelicans and Heat played earlier today. The Pelicans f- fell to the Heat 111-98. Both teams are 1-1. One one. Zion Williamson makes a fantastic, gets a fantastic debut. A fantastic debut, or second game, I should say, not debut. Second game in his second season and puts up 32 points and 14 rebounds. Ingram had 28 and Josh Hart had 12. For the Heat, Bam Adebayo has 17 points and 4 rebounds. Jimmy Butler had just 4 points in 16 minutes. Tyler Hero at 11. And Duncan Robinson broke the NBA, well, actually tied the NBA record. For three-pointers on Christmas Day, he had 23 points and 5 rebounds. Drogic had 18. And Precious Ashua had 11 points. That's how you pronounce his name. Anyway, down to the Bucks and the Warriors. Warriors drop to 0-2. The Bucks get back to what they needed to get back to. They moved to 1-1 with a 138-99 victory. Uh, the Warriors, Eric Pascal had 7 points. Wiggins had 12 in 25 minutes. Wiseman had 18 in 25 minutes. And Steph Curry had 19 points and 6 assists. On 29, on 29 minutes. The Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis Antetokounmpo was not the hero, Only even though he only played 27 minutes. He had 15 points and 13 rebounds. But the hero over the game, 10 of 15, only 26 minutes. Chris Middleton put up 31 points, 5 assists, and 4 rebounds. Holiday had 12, 6, and 4. Bobby Portis had a double-double with 10 points and 12 rebounds. And DJ Augustine had 13, and Connaughton had 7 rebounds off the bench. So, a huge win for Milwaukee. Huge bounce back. Able to put up a win like that. The final just came in from the Lakers-Mavericks game. The Mavericks fall to 0-2, and the Lakers move to 1-1. And they win by a score of 138-115. to Dwight Powell with 11 points, 1 assist, 3 rebounds. Doncic had 27-4. and Dorian Finney-Smith and Hardaway had 10, and Richardson and Trey Burke combined for 34 with 17 apiece. The Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron always plays well on Christmas Day. Marcus Saul had two points and nine rebounds. LeBron James a near triple-double with 22 points, 10 assists, seven rebounds. Anthony Davis had 28 points, eight rebounds. Schroeder at 18 off the bench. Harrell with 22 off the bench. Kuzma at 13. And a very, very well-balanced attack for the Los Angeles Lakers. And they proved their dominance once again. One more game that's yet to be played is between the Clippers and the Nuggets. The Clippers and the Nuggets are yet to play, so they will play starting at well, actually they started already. It's nine thirty six. They started said they started at nine thirty. But that's okay. So like I said, it was just a little brief uh brief you know, introduction and a brief like go over of the uh, the NBA games and the NFL games. Uh, it's it's crazy like how much Christmas games have like when you think of games you think of oh it's finals games, playoff games, and then like Christmas Day games. You know, because Christmas Day just you know Christmas Day basketball has been a tradition for so long, and it's. It'll continue to be a big deal, and there was talks about earlier in the season about not bringing up Christmas basketball, and it's just you know it just wasn't it wasn't going to be a plan. It wasn't just wasn't going to happen, but they did. So we'll go. I found a list of the ten best or biggest Christmas Day games in the history of the NBA. 
according to Bleacher Report. Number 10, the New York Knicks versus the Providence Steamrollers in 1947. Yeah, Providence Steamrollers don't exist anymore. Providence Steamrollers no longer exist. In fact, they lasted all of four years, folding in 1949 after the world apparently realized that Rhode Island is not big enough to sustain a professional lacrosse team, much less an NBA team. That doesn't mean they should be historically ignored. In fact, they took part in one of the most important regular season games in history. This is the first Christmas game of ever Christmas Day games the the league would host going forward. The Knicks won a very forgettable 89-75 game, but Whitings did well enough to start one of the league's best traditions. Number 9, the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Portland Trailblazers in 2000. Rasheed Wallace stole the show in a highly anticipated rematch between the defending champion Los Angeles Lakers and their Western Conference Finals opponent, the Portland Trailblazers. Rasheed Wallace scored 33 points, a 109-104 victory for the Blazers. The win meant quite a bit more for the Blazers considering the circumstances that led to it. The Lakers came back from a 15-point deficit late in the fourth quarter in Game 7 of the 2000 Western Conference Finals to steal a spot in the NBA Finals straight from under the Blazers. Then, when at home they got their chance at rematch, the Lakers beat up the Blazers 96-86. May not have happened when it mattered, but the Blazers finally got a win over the Lakers. Number 8, Miami Heat versus Dallas Mavericks, 2011. This game may not seem too important. Nobody is particularly interested in the Mavericks with Tyson Chandler and several role players wearing different uniforms. But off of the court, it's a pretty significant game. First of all, we almost lost the 2011-12 season entirely. The game served as an emphatic return for the league with the rematch of the previous NBA Finals. On that note, this is the first and probably only instance of an NBA Finals runner-up having to watch the champion raise their banner on Christmas Day. Couldn't have been easy for the Heat to watch, especially considering how heavily they were favored in the series. This marked the beginning of what will forever be known as the year of LeBron. In 2012, LeBron won the league MVP, Finals MVP, his first league ring, and Olympic gold medal. One of the best years in Olympic history. Or in uh, athletic history, excuse me. LeBron scored 37-10, and 10, and they won big. Number 7, the Chicago Bulls versus the New York Knicks in 1994. The Knicks-Bulls rivalry of the 90s was among the best we've ever seen in the NBA. We saw vicious dunks, big blocks, buzzer beaters, and even a playoff brawl. The one thing we never saw was the Knicks actually winning. Well, till the 94 playoffs. Without Michael Jordan in the way, the Knicks finally managed to topple their nemesis and reach the NBA Finals. When Scottie Pippen got his chance for a rematch on Christmas Day of 94, he made sure the result would be different. Pippen was remarkable. 36 points, 15 rebounds. He kept them alive, but they managed to force overtime because Hubert Davis made a three-pointer. Overtime stayed close. Pippen sealed the game with a block shot. Pippen didn't need Jordan to beat the Knicks. Number six, Los Angeles Lakers versus Boston Celtics 2008. What didn't this game have? Rematch of the NBA Finals? Check. Celtics beat the Lakers in six games to win the 08 championship. Marquee stars? Well, I'm going to assume Kobe, Powell, Pierce, Garnett, Ray Allen suffice. Two teams playing great basketball? Well, the Lakers entered, entered the game with a fantastic 23-5 and record, and were actually only the second-best team in the game. Celtics were 27-2, and won 19 games in a row. It seemed like a virtual lock to break the 96 Bulls record of 72 wins. That all changed when the Lakers beat them on Christmas Day, and it almost felt like the Lakers broke the Boston spirit, sending them on a twin-six skid. Garnett got injured. Celtics never regained their form. But the Lakers beating this particular Boston team on the big stage will always stand out. Number five, Miami Heat versus Los Angeles Lakers, 2010. This game is more important for emotional reasons than what actually happened on the court. The world hated LeBron for leaving the Cleveland, for leaving the Cavaliers. They hated him for how he handled the decision. Most of all, they hated him because he tried to cheat the league by stacking the deck. Fans from all over the league bonded over James' early struggle, struggles, particularly against opponents fans perceive as real teams like the Boston Celtics. Huh. 
funny how there's a certain other player that plays for the Bucks who gets the complete opposite. We're not going to talk about that. It was all supposed to crescendo on Christmas Day. The two-time defending champion juggernaut Lakers were supposed to put LeBron in the heat in their place and show them what it really means to be a champion. Only, that's not what happened. The Heat won 96-80, dominated, and it was a turning point for Miami season. The Heat would go on to reach the finals while the Lakers were bounced by Dallas in the second round. New York Knicks, Boston Celtics, 1985. This game served as Patrick Ewing's emergence into the NBA elite. Only a rookie in 1985, Ewing's Knicks faced Larry Bird and the heavily favored Celtics in a matchup few expected the Knicks to win. The narrative seemed correct early on. Celtics bid up a 24-point lead that seemed unbeatable. The Knicks kept fighting. Then in the fourth quarter, the Knicks managed to tie the game and send it overtime. They eventually won 113 to 104 in two overtimes, showcasing Ewing to the world as a future star. He had 32 points and 11 rebounds. Number three, New York Knicks versus Chicago Bulls in 1986. This game marked the beginning of a rivalry that would define the Eastern Conference for years. For the first time, MJ and Patrick Ewing played on the big stage. Ironically, Ewing would be the one to lead the Knicks with the last second heroics. The Bulls led the Knicks... 85-84 going to the final possession. After a missed jumper, Ewing got the rebound, threw up a shot, buzzer beater, and stunned the Bulls. Jordan's 30-point performance wasn't enough, but he ended up getting the last laugh against Ewing, beating him several times in the playoffs. Ewing detractors can't say he always disappeared late in games as this play won his team in the game. Number two, the New York Knicks versus the New Jersey Nets. Knicks fans didn't have much to root for in the early 80s. It basically came down to watching Bernard King score points. On Christmas Day in 1984, he did that better than anyone in NBA history. Well, at least on Christmas Day. He dropped 60 points on the visiting Nets at Madison Square Garden that stood for almost 25 years. Ironically enough, the Knicks still managed to lose the game 120-114 to to the Nets. King's performance is not only one of the greatest Christmas performances ever, but it's arguably the greatest single game by a Nick of all time. Number one, the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Miami Heat in 2004. As great as some of the other games on this list were, none will ever top the 2004 showdown between Kobe and Shaq. Nobody really knew what to expect in Shaq's return to Los Angeles. After all, it was largely viewed as Kobe's fault that he was gone. Would Kobe and Shaq shake hands before the game? Completely ignore each other? Shaq punch Kobe? Pretty much everything was in play. A silver pregame welcome led to a remarkable game, even with Shaq sitting on the bench. The Heat managed to beat the Lakers 104-102 in overtime. More importantly, the game marked the true beginning of, the Chris- of Christmas as the NBA's true showcase event. Fans who do expect the best games on Christmas Day and 2004 on, that's what they got. Kobe and Shaq in 04 changed the game forever. Those are your 10 best games and their descriptions and what happened according to the according to Bleacher Report. Now, today's Christmas Day games are of course a little bit different than usual. You know, there's really no fans in the stands. There's, there's really nothing, but that doesn't mean the Christmas games mean any less than they do any year. I mean, the teams that, you know, they played pretty well on Christmas. And it was a good show. There were good games being played and and everything else like that. It's just, you know, this year just things are always going to be different. And everything this year. And maybe, I I don't know when things are going to change or go back to normal. Nobody really does. But, you know, but... Guys like Duncan Robinson and LeBron, Chris Middleton had really good games. You know, maybe they weren't the same games that like Kobe and Shaq put up, or or Ewing's buzzer beater, or Bernard King's sixty point game. But a Christmas Day game is still a Christmas Day game, and no matter what, Christmas is still Christmas. So this will end the shortened episode, shortened podcast today. 
I don't want to get too long or into anything. I just wanted to, you know, uh, give you a few highlights from today and the world of sports. But I think this is all I got for you guys. This is Jonathan Art from American Dream Sports signing out. God bless you. Have a wonderful day and have a Merry Christmas.